It is Mike Calton's show. It's 1025 The Bone. 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025 with the phone numbers. Uh, I tell you, it's starting to hit me now. Oh, yeah? Getting a little wore out? A little sleepy? I'm just kidding. I'm good. I'm excited now. And we have plans for the weekend. Yeah, it's going to be fun. That'll never happen. <laughs> Time to check in with Galvin. He's got today's news. I figured I'd just beat you guys to it. <laughs> and now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. What do we have in news today, Galvin? Today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. There is a Pelt's location near you. If you hear my voice, there's one near you. Get in there, find the perfect fit, and uh, for 10% off, just go up and go, Galvin. Right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pinellas, Hillsborough, Sarasota, Fort Myers. Brand new location right there in West Bradenton. Go to peltshoes.com. Sometimes I like when you rub the smaller back. Well. We're the same. No? Eh, keep your hands to yourself, I think, is the policy. <laughs> Maybe that's safer. <laughs> we'll find you uh, your shoes. Yeah. Don't touch us. Okay. <laughs> uh, China's president has warned the novel coronavirus is the worst public health crisis facing the country since its founding uh, as, a, as new outbreaks continue to expand into South Korea and Italy, raising fears of a global pandemic. Thanks, President. Uh, Speaking Sunday, he said, quote, current epidemic situation is still severe and complex, and the prevention and control work is at the most critical stage. As of Monday, there were at least 77,150 confirmed cases in mainland China, bringing the global total to more than 79,000 with a death toll of over 2,600. But but it's pretty fixable, though. Why the death toll? Like, if they catch and they treat it, it's pretty easily treated. I think it's catching it. Uh, yeah. You know, you have all these people that are traveling. I mean, think about it. It's a such a global uh, place now where people are flying from here to there all the time and going around and, you know, going to Vegas and coughing on you and, you know, getting on cruise ships and everything else. I tell you, I was, uh, I was really grossed out by that. Yeah. By the, by the people in there. Yeah. Lack of hygiene. Well, and think about it. If you're already run down from not sleeping a lot, you don't. You're not already in good health. As your an immune adult, system's down, and mm-hmm. you catch this, and then in 15 days, all of a sudden, you have a, a hell of a fever, and your lungs are filling up with liquid. You know, there's not much you could do at that. No, point. No, I don't need this, Spanish. You're yeah. making me nervous now. I, I'm, I'm stocking nervous. up on food as we speak. I'm looking online. Yeah. I'm gonna buy some of that. Uh, Stocking up on food. Oh, Carmen. Yeah, because it'll make you stay in your own pandemic. house. And you can't I, go I'll anywhere. tell you, probably one of the best things for you, you know, if you eat meat, whatever, beef jerky. Beef jerky doesn't go bad, right? Like, you can keep that forever. Yeah. I have a jerky machine, Galvin. Oh, man. Yeah. Emergency food supplies. I'm Googling you, it right now. Did you get it at Todd's? <laughs> what? The Todd's? jerky supply? Yeah. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Carmen, you say, oh, my God, but you know what? what? You're not invited now. Why? My Patriot. Oh, my God. <laughs> my Patriot supply. Will give me for two thousand nine hundred eighty-seven dollars. Will give me a year of emergency food. That's two thousand calories a day. Uh, They're real meals. Yeah, that's not like I'm doing a <laughs> for them. It, meals averaging two thousand calories a day, three thousand four hundred sixty-fifty-six servings, and they can stay on the. <laughs> this sounds healthy. How long is their shelf life? Seven years. Twenty-five years. Oh, uh, foods grown in the USA. No MSG added, and they're like meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and they come in giant buckets. Yeah. Are they like uh, MREs, or are they? No, they're, um, I mean, maybe. I guess they're, they look, when they're showing the picture of them, they look like delicious meals that you <laughs> right. get. Like, I'm sure that's what they look like. Right. <laughs> yeah. But then they, they show, they come in buckets, and inside the buckets is a Ziploc bag. So I'm sure it's, you just add water mm-hmm. to them. And yeah. Here you go. Here's a steak. They, they have a, a whole. Stack of pancakes with blueberries and butter and oh, everything yeah. on it. And they're like, uh-huh. here it is in this little Ziploc bag. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about this before, but you've seen the behind the scenes of shooting commercials for food and oh, stuff. Yeah. Where the pancakes, they put a pancake and then a piece of cardboard, then a pancake. So they look fluffy. And then they use motor oil instead of syrup. Yep. And then they use shaving cream instead of whipped cream. Yeah, really? Because it stays yeah. better. Yeah, but you're looking at it. It yeah, looks, it looks awesome. gorgeous. If yeah. you ate it, you'd die in three seconds. Uh-huh. You'd cardboard, motor oil, and shaving cream. When they do cereal and they're pouring milk into it, it's glue. Really? It's a big, thick, Ooh. slow pour of glue. Yeah. Uh, Don't eat that. Crazy. I know. Don't eat that. Uh, so you just, uh, you know, were on the plane, you went to Vegas and stuff. Did you notice anything while you were on the plane? Did you look around? Are you one of those where you're like, eh, this guy may be a little Oh, oh I look at everybody. Something. Yeah. Thank God for people who notice stuff. Yep. 
a man who was caught texting about molesting children by a uh, fellow plane passenger has been sentenced to 15 years in prison. For what? Well, the U.S. Attorney's Office in Washington said that 58-year-old Michael Keller was texting his girlfriend, who's 52, while on a flight in 2017. That's when another passenger spotted the disturbing messages on Keller's cell phone screen. The passenger alerted authorities, saying she could read the messages because Keller was using a large smartphone with a large font. Investigators said Keller uh, was uh, discussed drugging and raping two young children, five and seven years old, who both lived with his girlfriend. Oh, like actual kids, specific kids. specific kids that are living with his girlfriend. Uh, The passenger who spotted the messages reported her concerns to flight attendants who arranged for law enforcement to meet the plane upon landing. Police arrested Keller after viewing, reviewing his electronic devices and finding messages in uh, in addition to hundreds of images of child pornography on his laptop. Uh, They also found sexually explicit images on his girlfriend's device as well. Well, let me ask you. Okay. Let me ask you a question. All right. What if he what if there were no specific kids mentioned? And that what if he was just being, if he was role-playing with his girlfriend? No, well, yeah. then they, I mean, they're still probably going to check his devices and do all that stuff. I wonder how they got his device. If I would have got off the plane, they would have been like, we need to see your phone. I'd be like, get out of well, here. Well, I, yeah. I believe they have uh, prob- probable cause. No, I don't think they do. Because this- one, one, what, it's only, first of all, it's not a crime to text well, and whatever they that person's. I, I mean, I get it. I'm glad they got the guy. Don't get me wrong. But I'm, I'm saying whatever they think. whatever they did. I don't know what they did, but they did it by the book because the yeah. guy was convicted, yeah. so it wasn't thrown out. Uh, let's see if they're. I mean, they may have just asked him. They could have just yeah, said, yeah, he, he said, gave yeah. it up. We need to see your phone, and he may have said, oh, okay, you know, scared, whatever. They didn't say. You have to show us your yeah. phone. I don't know that if I was reading that person's phone because the guy in front of me was texting, and I was looking at his phone because he was uh, Asian. And his texts were all in Asian. And I was, I don't know if it was Chinese or Japanese or what it was. So I was looking at it and then he was, then he was scrolling through his phone book and I was like, oh, look at these pictures with you. And, uh, and, uh, and I could see, I mean, I wasn't stretching my neck or anything. It was right in front of me. If I started seeing him texting about something, I don't think that I would alert the, the flight attendant. I would just be like, this guy's gross. Oh, yeah. really? Well, I don't know. I mean, like... You're not saving kids' lives. I know, but... Uh, Driving and raping a five- and seven-year-old? Well, if he, was not... like, if he was like, when we get home tonight, put the drugs in their cereal, then maybe I'd be like, hey, this guy's playing with Well, that's what this guy was yeah. doing. Yeah. It was like specific stuff about these kids. Because I think it was like Benadryl or something like that. Is Like what I read is... Oh, it's poor guy, but it's not the first time. Right. No, I'm sure, yeah. By the way, my brother texted me. He said, you're talking about all the meals ready to eat and this and that, and you still don't have the... Uh, the generator. Generator, I know. Power yeah. your home. I'm my, working on it, Tim. I'm working on it. My question is, so he's texting his girlfriend right. about the kids that live with them. Yes. Are they her kids? They, yeah, that wasn't uh, clear in the story whose kids they were, and, whether they were watching them for family members or what. And was she arrested for, like, accessory to child? Yeah, well, she had yes. child porn on her phone. She had yeah. child porn because they checked her devices, her too. too. And yeah, so she got busted Ooh. as well. So what? Which they may have, you know, used her for more information on to him. Get on him, yeah. yeah. What if I was like a uh, flight attendant? This is happening, and the cops came, and they were like, uh, "We need to see your phone, sir." And he went here, and he was like, "What is this?" And he goes, "I was just role playing my with my girl. We don't even have kids. It's just what we do. And it's none of your goddamn business." Or if he's like, "Yeah, I'm an investigative journalist, and I was writing a story about yeah. this guy who got busted." Yeah. Like that's what I think. I'd be like, "This guy, you know what though?" They'd go, "Thank you for you know at least trying and." You know, trying to be aware of it. Uh, I think they'd go, mind your own business, fatty. Oh, maybe. Oh That's gosh. how I feel. They'd be All of a it's sudden, possible. they'd be mad at me. It's possible. <laughs> uh, and unable to complete one of the greatest comeback stories in sports history when he settled for a disputed draw against Deontay Wilder in the first meeting, Tyson Fury made the bold claim that he would take the fight out of the judge's hands. Mission accomplished. In one-sided, brutal fashion, the defensive boxing fury transformed into a puncher to score a pair of knockdowns before finishing Deontay Wilder in the rematch at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. Wilder's corner threw in a towel in round seven. I didn't even notice that. At 139. Well, it was interesting. I was in the bar watching it, so I couldn't really hear. And I guess he took a, a point away from uh, Fury. Yeah. 
which is weird because you're supposed to give a warning before you take a point they away. Did. They did give a warning. I didn't see that they at all. They gave a warning. Fury, Fury, the problem is a referee, these two guys were way too big for him to handle. He couldn't keep them apart. They kept they kept hugging, getting all over each other. And when they were hugging, Fury would go to punch him in the back of the head because it was really all he could reach from where he was. Yeah, he was doing a little dirty boxing. And they gave him, uh, They I got to tell you, part of it is dirty boxing on both their end, and then part of it is just them being so big. And the guy turning his head so he doesn't want to get punched, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, so they warned him before they took the point away. They warned him a couple of times. Uh, but then whenever you do take a point away, you're supposed to take a point and show all judges and stuff. And he didn't. He just turned to the one. Uh, I was like, I don't know what's going on. But that's what happened. And then, yes, they threw in the uh, towel in round seven at 139. Fury, now 30-0-1 with 23 knockouts, defended his lineal title and added Wilder's WBC title to his growing legend, uh, which was unbelievable. In fact, we have at the end of the fight uh tyson fury talking a little bit singing about or no this is just him talking uh he did sing he did a little uh, uh american pie afterwards but here he is talking about the win i just want to say big shout out deontay wilder you know he came here tonight he manned up he really did show heart of a champion i hit him with a clean right hand and dropped him and he got back up and battled on into round seven he is a warrior he will be back he will be a champion again but i will say the king has returned to the top of the throne. Which was I pretty love cool. Him. And then we also have... Uh, now, wait, did you see his entrance? Oh, oh yeah, of course. Mama. He came out in the, on the throne of thing, yeah. and I thought it was Being great. Being carried by women. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Deontay Wilder came out looking like the masked singer. And he had uh, glowing eyes and glowing. It was actually a cool outfit. Yeah. But it was really embarrassing when you get beat. <laughs> so really embarrassing when you get beat because uh, we were talking about it. Robert Kelly goes, I want that outfit. Yeah. I go, yeah, but he should have to wear it if he loses. Right. He yeah. Put it all back on and then walk out of the ring <laughs> I wearing think they it. said he spent over $40,000. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it was crazy. Instead of red, it just glows pink. I'm yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, wah, wah. Down. yeah. And then, of course, uh, much like Shakira at the Super Bowl, with the tongue, yeah. you had this with uh, with Tyson Fury uh, show the tongue where he was w- clearly winning the fight because yeah. he won every oh, round, over at this and then point, he got yeah. excited about it and did a little licking of blood off of. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he licked look, the look, blood. Look, yeah, but he didn't actually. No, lick the I don't blood. think he's actually touching, but he's just kind of. Because ESPN said that he was doing it too, but I he didn't lick the blood. Yeah, I don't think he actually licked him, but he was sticking his tongue out like he was licking. Him. It was. I tell you, it was a fun environment because of all the. Uh, uh, English people and the Irish people and the Pikes that were there, the the crowd cheering and singing. It was just fun. And at the end, he sang American Pie. Yes. Uh, out of nowhere, he said, I promised that if I won, I'd sing a song. So you, you would just think that he'd sing a verse of a song. He sang two whole pieces of the of the song. And everybody singing it with singing him. Singing it with uh, him was great. Don McLean, uh, the the singer of that song, whatever, he was on Twitter and he was like, oh, that makes me so happy that he chose that song and I got to be part of that and stuff. And I wonder why that song. Well, he did uh, Aerosmith to his wife whenever he won uh, the other one. He does. That's his thing is he likes to sing afterwards. Yeah. His wife is pretty. Yeah. Uh, no, no, he's not. He's not great, but it's just funny to yeah. see the heavyweight champion of the world singing after he wins his fight and stuff. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, it's funny because the whole crowd really just wants to sing along with him, yeah. right? And play with him. So he just—he's definitely a a crowd pleaser, man. It was, so, it was fun to watch. Now, did you make any uh, bets on the fight? No, oh, I. So okay, so <laughs> Galvin texts me, and he's like, "Hey, can you make a bet for me? Because there's some pretty good odds." And I said, "Oh yeah, for sure." And at that point, I was nowhere near the the casino. Yeah, it was early in the morning. I think it was like nine thirty your time. So a.m. I, I actually went out for a walk and went to go eat breakfast and stuff. So I get uh, back to the casino. I spilled the beer in the machine. Blah blah blah. <laughs> and then I um I was with Ben and we were like, all right, let's figure out what time the fight is and what time we're gonna go over there and all that stuff. And we figure that the fight is. They say Wilder and uh, Fury aren't going to fight until about 11 o'clock. About 11, yeah. So we're like, all right, perfect. So at one point, I go up to the room and I take a nap. And then uh, Ben texts me and he goes, wait a second, 11 o'clock Eastern time, not yeah. Vegas time. And right. we're like, oh. so now that's 8 o'clock here and it's 6 o'clock. So now we're frantic. So I jump in the shower. He goes and gets ready. And then we meet downstairs. And now we have to get over there, which is impossible. Because it, you had the fight, you had NASCAR, 
You had the caucuses. Ooh. Everybody was in town. And and to get a car to go over there took us a half hour. Then we get there and we tried to go to the sports book, and it was if the fight was happening at the sports book. Mm-hmm. You couldn't get anywhere near it. So we were waiting in line, waiting in line. Then finally, we we're like, we're not moving, and we're gonna we got to get in there before the fight. So we didn't know we were so dangerously close to the fight starting. And so then we, we had to abandon our plans. I had sent Mike five hundred dollars to make a bet for him. Oh me. yeah, two different bets. And uh, I wanted to put uh, 200 on Tyson Fury to win by KO, TKO, or disqualification. And then $300 for him to win in the ninth round. Because if you just bet straight up, like $100 for Fury to win, you'd win 105 Right. Not really worth it, whatever, this and that. So if he won the first bet that I had, I would win $900. If he got the second one, we're winning in the ninth round, I would win just over $12,000. Yeah. So Mike texted me earlier and said, I'm sorry, there was no way for us to get in there. It was super busy, this and that. And I'm like, oh, damn, it's all right. Well, no big deal. Maybe he saved me 500 bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, Fury goes on to win by TKO or DQ, whatever. The entire time it gets closer to the ninth round, I'm sweating. (laughs) And it's getting closer and closer. Tyson Fury is winning every round, every round. Clearly he's going to win. Clearly it's going to be a knockout. He already knocked him down twice. Like it's happening. I I, now let me just throw this out there. (laughs) Yeah, I predicted a TKO. Yeah, on Friday. I this is the audience. The fight. (laughs) Who do you think's going to rap? Report was here. And we talked about the fight. Gonna win. Tyson Fury is going to kill him. You think Tyson Fury is going to? How is he going to kill him? Because he put up a good fight last time, and now he knows him better, and he's in better shape than he was before. And he, and this guy is Wilder. Is friend? Did you watch the the interviews? Yes, yes. Wilder's got a lot of built up anger, and the other guy's calm. Fury's calm. They won't, let, they won't even do the face to no, face. Let let's the bet it. Oh. Let's, time, what yeah. can we make a bet? I got Deontay. Okay. Well, and, uh, what's a bet that we could actually fix? Winner gets a punch, Dean, in the face. I don't. I don't like Ooh. that bet. <laughs> That's a win-win. I, where's yeah? Well, I don't know how no, I, I feel like about that. that. Me and uh, Mike. Now it's me and Mike versus yeah, you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't it's, know how that happened. We but... spin it. It's just a spin. Uh, How's he gonna know, knock out? Not, the... He's gonna knock him down. He's gonna. T- he's gonna TKO him. Knock yeah. him out? No. He's gonna. He's gonna knock him down a couple of times. That's gonna be the problem. And you think it's gonna, gonna be stopped? Yeah. He boom. Yeah. Boom. Nail it. So now I'm, I predicted this on Friday. He's got uh, a bet in that it ends in the ninth round. I I could have, I mean, I predicted this. I was solid on it on Friday. So if I bet on it, I, yeah. And I don't even care that I didn't get my bet in. I'm more upset that I didn't get his bet in. Because now it's going, and it's going into the seventh round, and Tyson Fury's winning every round. He's already knocked him down a couple times. It's going to end, you know, by TKO or KO or something like that. And so... We're talking about it, and oh, Bobby no. Kelly's laughing, oh. my wife's laughing, and I'm like, this is, like, a lot of money. Like, <laughs> if this happens in the ninth round, I don't know what we're going to do. Like, this is crazy. And Mike texts me, and he goes, I'm sweating. I'm so uh-huh. nervous about the ninth round uh-huh. and stuff. So then, of course, they wound up in the seventh round. They threw in the towel, and uh, so I wouldn't have won the uh, big now, money and still, stuff. How yeah. mad are you if you're a wilder and they throw in the towel? I, don't, I told... I'm like, I don't care if my ear is bleeding. I don't care if my if my ear is falling off, if I can never hear out of it again. Don't throw in the towel. Well, no, that's not true. Do you want to fight more or do you want to just keep on getting beaten? Because yeah. he was just handled every round. And he literally, if you watch him, his hands are around his waist. He's yeah. not even yeah. protecting but himself. I mean, then say you can't do it or stay down when you get hit, you know? Yeah, well, but they guys, didn't know. Yeah. They didn't know whether his uh, like inner ear, they thought maybe his eardrum was broken. His equilibrium was off yeah. and stuff. It wound up he just had a cut inside of his ear. That's what it was. Uh, uh, we thought maybe he broke his jaw because the way he was like, oh, I'll stay yeah. in there looking. But he clearly was just losing that fight. So what do you want to do? Go on five more rounds of that kind of beating? You uh, know, yeah. that's the situation. I, I, it doesn't matter if he's right or wrong. I'd be so, I'd be so mad. You want to hear a little bit of uh, Tyson singing? Yeah. Sure. Uh-huh. By the way, not a good singer, and not bad, t- not bad, but just this is the nuttiest thing to Take do. Along if you know the words. And I knew if I had my chance. The best is all the black dudes around him pretending they know the words, <laughs> lip syncing to the wrong, <laughs> like trying to be on his team, but we're like, we don't know this song. Yeah. I can make those people dance, and maybe they'd be happy for a while. He puts also, a mic. 
He puts the mic in front of Bob Abram. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Aram. Aram. I, I like to, uh, to point out that, um, damn it, I forgot what I was saying. But February made me shiver. Oh, his wife is looking at him, which she's like, she's, that's my baby, you know? My wife would be looking at me with such disgust. Why are you <laughs> stop singing, you moron? Every paper I deliver, bad news on the doorstep. I couldn't take one more step. I can't remember if I cried when I read about his widow bride. Something touched me deep inside the day. Now add 20,000 people. It's all together now. So And then he went on to sing a whole nother verse. Oh, so I'm assuming this is a kind of a shot at Wilder because he's the American. Bye bye, Miss American Pie. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't or does know. Does he just like the song? It seemed like he all knew the words. Sing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I would have won nine hundred dollars if you would have bet. Oh, I'm so glad you did. I mean, I'm so glad I didn't. <laughs> no, 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 I would have happen. But I would have won nine hundred dollars. What do you mean? If you would have bet. Why? Because the TKO. K-O-D-Q, I would have won 900 on that bet. Yeah, but what round? No, the, there <laughs> oh, was two different God. bets. The one bet was that he would win by TKO, KO, or disqualification. Right. That I bet 200, and I would have won 900. The other one I would not have won because well, it was ninth round. Spanish is going to pay you that money. Yep. I'm not even that mad. I'm not even that mad. You know, no big deal. You were doing me a favor and stuff. If it, if it would have been the ninth round... What would we have done? I, I, we I probably know. couldn't be friends anymore. Yes. I, understand. I understand. I mean, what would you would you have offered me something? Or how much would, would you, how much would you have won? It would have been a little over twelve thousand. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, I probably wouldn't offer <laughs> nothing. No. Oh, I would slash I mean, your tires. I haven't even given you. I haven't even given you five hundred bucks back. I would slash your tires, and by tires, I mean your calves. <laughs> I would cut your Achilles tendon. I got it. I would be so. I would have felt horrible. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> oh, no. oh, man. That was something else. <laughs> uh, I was trying to let you know. for uh, Like, the minute I realized we couldn't do it, I just kept sending messages. I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sweating this out. Yeah, by the way, you owe me 500 yeah. <laughs> uh, Saturday night brought a moment. Everyone in the hockey world, except for the Toronto Maple Leafs and their fans, could rally around an emergency goalie victory. After Carolina, two goalies left because of injuries. The Hurricanes were forced to turn uh, 42-year-old David Ayers, who was watching the game with his wife at the arena and happens to be the Zamboni driver, Mm -hmm. uh, out to be the emergency goalie on call. Uh, Ayers entered the middle of the second period uh, after the second goalie went down. Even though he allowed two goals on the first two shots, Ayers made the next eight stops to preserve the 6-3 to three win. He got paid $500 per a tryout agreement contract and was allowed to keep his jersey, which, by the way, they had to sew the letters on there right. at the city because awesome. they're like, hey, he's going in. We're going to do this. Uh, he's the Zamboni driver for the Maple Leafs uh, and also the Toronto Marlies. Uh, he went through a kidney transplant like 15 years ago and never thought he'd play hockey again. Immediately after the game, the Hurricanes made the Air shirts available for sale for $28. They later tweeted that he will be profiting off the shirts and that he also decided he would donate the proceeds to a kidney foundation. I, cool. I think that's great. Yeah. yeah. That's such a great story. And it was everywhere. Everybody had another Facebook oh, page. Oh, yeah. It was I mean, it's great. You got to you got to go. That's that's, what, that's akin to going to a concert and having them go. Does anybody play drums? Right. And be like, yeah. yeah, I do. <laughs> Get to go up and play drums of Foo Fighters or oh, something. Now, he didn't do such a great job. He gave up two goals. Hey, you're but, playing against pros. Right, but yeah. the thing is, if he shuts them out and he does well, then they make a movie about it. Yeah, you know, yeah for hey, real. Well, we might have to use Ayers in the next game and, you know. <laughs> Uh, then, then all of a sudden they're making movies about this the story. That's so crazy. Hey, honey, I have to go play now. Yeah, right. I know we're watching the game, uh-huh. but I'm going to go in and play. <laughs> uh, there's a daredevil and flat earther named Mad Mike Hughes. He died after attempting to launch himself 5,000 feet in the air. His homemade rocket crashed shortly after the takeoff in Barstow, California. He said his rocket launches aimed to prove the Earth's shape 
which he thought was flat, he found <laughs> out it is round and very hard. Uh. <laughs> uh, here is some audio. It's kind of windy and stuff, but it goes along with the video up on Bone TV. This is the daredevil proving the earth is flat. Watch this. Blast off. There he goes, and immediately the parachute comes out. And guess what? So does he, because watch this little thing, like the little... Just right in the middle of the yeah. screen. That's him. Real small, yep. Oh, splank. Oh. So no parachute? Or no, like- the parachute for the rocket like went out as oh. soon as it went up. And then I guess like the front part of the rocket, I don't know whether it comes apart, but there was just like a little tiny thing oh. that he was in and smashed into the ground. What are died. you thinking on your way down? You're this dead. Sucks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, thinking that the earth is round and the <laughs> earth is hard. Oh, man. And he's got no proof that the earth is round at that point. Yeah. Mm. He didn't even get, he was like, see, now I could die. Ooh. Oh, man. Hold on, you know, let's watch it again. So it takes off, their parachute's takes off, there. Parachute immediately comes out. Oops. So there's a problem there. And then it looks like it disconnects and there's two different parts. And then there's one part and then here is his small little part. Oh, man, he was high down. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he comes sailing down with no parachute, nothing, bang. So I don't know whether that's just him or whether he's in part of the... Rocket. He knows. He knows. He's on his way down. That's it. It's over. You got to assume that he knew as soon as that parachute went out when it wasn't supposed to. That he was like, "Oh, damn." Well, that's what uh, that's what Evan Knievel said whenever he did the Snake Canyon thing. He, he knew said, before he took off. Right? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. It just wasn't working. Before properly. he took off, he knew he was not going to make it over there. So if you have that many people, if you're this guy, and uh, do you wait, wait, go? By the way, Evil Knievel knew. And then when they let it go, the parachute blew early, Ugh. so it stopped them from pulling over, and they went that way. But so yeah, do you, do you, would you keep going, or because you got a whole crowd there waiting for you? Evil Knievel went go, kept going because he cashed a two million dollar check for okay. ABC Sports. Wow! And he was like, "I already got the money." I'm not. And you know what, why now. else he did it? Because he's evil effing Knievel. Right. Yeah, that's what he say. Right. That's what he said. Like mm-hmm. you have to do it. Uh, no, first off, I'm not in a stupid rocket by myself doing that. And secondly, if there's any problems, I go, "Hey, sorry guys. Yeah, I'm sure you're disappointed, but not as disappointed as I would be when I die. <laughs> oh, my yeah. ribs. Yeah, and my yeah. family yeah. is, and everything Oof. else." A uh, man reportedly sawed off his own leg while off his head on the zombie drug Spice. Shocking pictures appear to show the man with a tourniquet wrapped around the bloody stump after he reportedly cut his own leg off above the knee. Ugh. We have a picture up on Bone TV of this guy. The bizarre scene unfolded, uh, took place in a uh, western city in Russia. And uh, pictures shared on media shows that the man lies on the hospital gurney after doctors apparently battled to uh, stem the blood and save his life. According to the reports, the man carried out the self-amputation after consuming spice along with a cocktail of painkillers. It is not known how the unidentified man managed to make it to the hospital, though. But my thing is, why take spice when you know that this could happen? Like, how, how good is the spice high? That you're like, I just stick with heroin. Uh, I'm not heroin ch- ain't cutting legs well, off. The thing is, they can't detect it if you're on probation. So oh, like, and it's different knows. every time. I think is the issue because it's like one molecule different every time. So they they'll ban one substance and then they just make yeah, a they new just one. It up. So you don't really know. Like one spice that you get might not make you go nuts, and then you smoke it one another time, and all uh, of a sudden you're cutting your leg off. Hey, uh, Galvin, real quick. I, I know we talked about this through text on late Friday, but do we find out is that Australian kid, the midget, a kid, or is he? We don't know. So the sad kid, the little uh, dwarf the kid from dwarf. Australia that uh, wound up having, you know, over 300,000 raised for him. By the way, this kid seems like a little dick either way. Brad Williams was kind of spearheading the thing. Now it's coming out. Is this kid really a kid? Or is he an adult? Well, I, I think they debunked it. He is an actor. We know that. And they yeah. verified that he was a kid, I think. Okay. So but he's this, a little a-hole. This was driving me nuts on Friday, so I started digging through the internet, trying to find like pictures and stuff. At one point, I was 100% convinced the kid was 18 years yeah, old, yeah. based on the pictures, because he had pictures of him flipping the bird, yeah. and like there was one where he was in front of a big 18, like it was like an 18th birthday that party. That was a friend's birthday party. Yeah. They came to discover So the more I went into it, there were a couple YouTube videos where a news organization had done a profile of him, and the video was posted in 2015, and at that time, they say he's like four years old. Uh, Oh. And it was so. There's no way it's time stamped yeah. at that time. And the news they're interviewing the mother and the little kid, and they said he's four years. So the time matched up. That's when I was like, "Damn it!" Because I wanted him to be yeah. I know. so bad. So uh, crazy. Let's so bad. point out a couple obvious things. The kid's horrendously ugly. Oh. He's yeah. an awful looking. He's an human. unfortunate looking person. Yeah. 
and he seems like a little douchebag. Yeah. What? Yeah. His him and his mother is trash and the one thing that I'm most surprised is to find out that trashy ghetto people are the same here as they are in Australia. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. I figured they would be in Australia. They'd be like, hello, I'm trashy, but, <laughs> but they're not. <laughs> Let's give them a little bit where, you know, you're born a dwarf and you look like that and, and people are making fun life. of you. You're probably not going to be the most jovial, nice person in the world. Yeah, you know what I mean? You know, look at Brad Williams. He's a barrel of laughs. He's always in a good mood. Eh, is he, though? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think he goes back to his hotel and just cries. <laughs> By the way, sleeps in the drawer. How much money has been raised for this kid now? You want to take a guess? I heard over two hundred seventy-five thousand oh, dollars. I know the last time I looked, it might be more by now. What'd you have? The last time I looked, it was seven hundred grand. God, no, no, no. It's uh, four hundred sixty-eight thousand. Somewhere I saw seven hundred. Yeah, this is the yeah. actual GoFundMe. So maybe there's other stuff, possibly yeah. that they put together. But the actual GoFundMe is four hundred sixty-eight thousand two hundred eighty dollars raised. It was a goal of ten thousand. And Phil, my portraits did a picture of him. Yeah, so awesome. I'll probably put it over the top. But uh, yeah, I guess he's an actual kid, and according to Mike, a real a hole. But he is an actor. Though. I don't like him. I don't uh, like the kid. Why? I'm against bullying, and I feel bad that you know kids are sad. I'm against I... bullying this super ugly kid. Yeah. But I, look, he can't hear me. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> saying it to him. I'm just saying, look at him. He's disgusting. And, and, oh my yes, god. He is. He's a. He's a He's and a nine-year-old no, human. Yeah, but come on, it, it, the mother is even worse. Oh, Have the you mother seen her? is terrible. Yeah, but all, but you know, this kid doesn't that's even. Not have, on him. You can't blame yeah, him. Yeah, look at his teeth. You can't. That's blame. a parent. That's a parental thing. Wait, yeah, you can't blame the child for having a crappy parent. No, like, this is what he's been taught. This well, is the way he's been raised. At a certain time, you take over your own him. life. He's nine! Uh, you start feeling it around oh, seven. Yeah. <laughs> People were digging into the, the mother's social media and going way back. Now she's taken down everything. Of the course. original video oh, is actually yeah. gone now because there's pictures of... Oh, hey, easy word. You said the S word. Sorry. I heard it. And I'm like, I can't believe I did that. Good job, Gio. Radio wow. professional I've right never, there. What that ugly little kid did to you? Birthday is <laughs> over, guy. I've <laughs> never, I don't think I've ever done that ever. Ever. Uh, I have too many times, so I oh, don't care. Oh, man. Jeez. I'm going to go back and hang out with yeah, you. Now. Get out of here. <laughs> we can get us in trouble. There's a reason you're in a different room. Uh, a 32 year old woman named Lizette. Bella Lochelle. That's Lizzo's real name. Is the manager at a bar called Chiquita's Lounge in Georgia. And on Valentine's Day, she held a special contest at the bar. Ooh. A live sex contest. Oh, uh, wow. She put a bet on the dance floor and promised $500 to the couple that demonstrated the best sex act. Some did it with their clothes on. Nerds. Others <laughs> did it with their clothes off. Yeah. That's how you win with your clothes and on. And really demonstrated the sex acts. And even though she was probably ineligible to win the money, Lizette also participated. Oh. Uh, it turns out all of this was very illegal. She violated two ordinances, providing entertainment that would features nudity and promoting a contest encouraging people to engage in sexual activity. So she was arrested last week on both charges. That's a charge? Yeah. Pretty. Oh, yeah. You can't show that kind of stuff. No, no. In- encouraging people? Y- yeah, publicly, well, yeah. In, a, in a bar specifically, I think, oh, is the big thing yeah, where alcohol say. is being served at the yeah. venue and all that type char- of stuff. I got some pending charges. <laughs> so she is 32 years old. She's from Georgia. She's the manager of a bar called Chiquita's Lounge. Chiquita. She had the sex contest. Yeah. She entered into it. Hot or not? Smoking hot. Smoking hot. Spanish? So hot. So hot. Oh. Carmen? Like, dirty hot. Dirty hot. Yeah. I like that better like, than so hot. Yeah. Wasn't that a uh, Christina Aguilera song? <laughs> dirty hot. Just dirty. dirty. Oh, no, that was Dirty Pop. Yeah. Was no, the, just uh, dirty. Just dirty. Sink or whatever, yeah. right? Dirty Pop yeah. is insane. Dirty. 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 Yeah. All right, so 32-year-old Lizette, let's see her. Carmen's yeah. right. Dirty hot. Dirty hot. Dirty hot. Sexy. Yeah, and I'm sure if you made her up and stuff, she'd look good. Yeah. You know, and she's like, yeah, I'm going to do the sex thing, too. I'd watch that. I'd go to her bar. Jeff, good morning. You're on the Mike Calder Show. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Good Great morning. Up? Great show. Thank you. Um, so on Netflix, there is a documentary called Below the Curve. Now, About- is that with the one guy that's really taking the charge on it, the one who lives with his mother or something? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I watched that, and I... My mouth dried out because I couldn't shut it because it was a gape the whole time going, how do these people believe this? <laughs> it, it's it's interesting. Because the one guy, he's got, I mean, like, he's got a flat earth coffee table and a flat earth clock. 
And and you start to wonder, is that just his thing? Like, is that what he's using to become famous? But there's the more you listen to them talk, the more you realize that they're just wrong. I mean, they're just there's wrong. And then also the 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 number one thing that points out to me that the flat Earth theory, because I'm I'm all for there being theory and us going, oh my god, who knew? The number one thing is they claim that we know, but every that they're lying to us. Mm-hmm. But there's no reason for oh, the lie. Oh, yeah. There's no reason. Like, That's why the would they lie? Classic conspiracy theorist uh, cop out. Well, they, they everyone knows this. Yeah, right. You know, they love they throw the everyone. We all know this. You know, and, and we're like, oh, we're growing. We're forty thousand strong. I'm like, that's nothing. Yeah, but yeah. still, you know. And I, I like they had the scientists on there, and it, it was almost like they were going, oh, aren't they special? Yeah, and yeah. they really are. I mean, they really they- need. Uh, thank you, sir. I appreciate the call. I would they, tell they really them. Are. I would tell them. Oh, you got forty thousand people. If you guys joined hands, you wouldn't be able to go all the way around the Earth, mm-hmm. which is round. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's my thing. If you if you believe the Earth is flat, get a camera and drive off the edge. Yeah, yeah. And show us. Show or us. Drive to the edge. They won't let you go us. to the edge, Mike. They won't let us over there. Well, uh, yeah, they create they weather. Stop us. Yeah, they stop the sharks. Us from doing it. Fake yeah. sharks. <laughs> uh, dad in England is upset that his daughter's school gave students a list of things they could do to show they love someone other than having sex. Ugh. Okay, so if you love someone, right, I'll instead of having I'd sex, these things. Uh, one of the ones they suggested, suck on their toes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. No. Oh. No? Don't suck on my toes. Um, no, suck on mine. How about share a gingerbread man? <laughs> what? Tickle them. No way, this is a list of things to get punched in the face? No, this is a list of things to do with somebody that you love, but it's not sex. Mm-hmm. Okay. Joey, I think you have the uh, list up there as well. Uh, let's see. Help them with their problems. Oh. Make sure they're safe. Okay. Propose marriage. No. I like that option. No. Uh, let's see. Uh, definitely have sex first. Share strawberries dipped in chocolate. That sounds fun. The dumbest thing mm. I've ever heard. I like number, I think it's 46. It says share secrets. Share secrets. Watch a, watch a Hallmark <laughs> show together. Hold them and let them know you care. Doesn't Can that lead cry? to sex? Can Go on a love boat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's where you make love. Yeah. Not, don't. Huh? I want to fight whoever wrote this. <laughs> uh, kiss when people aren't looking. Ooh. Kiss when people are looking. Mm, yeah, that's yeah. what's hot. Kiss in front uh, of people. Spanish? <laughs> yes. Name a star after them. Oh, Mike did that for me. Yeah, he, he loves, loves you. you. He you love loves me. you, but doesn't yeah. want to have sex with you. Thank you. Yeah. True. How do you like that? <laughs> uh, yeah, but he really wasn't happy with sucking their toes. <laughs> oh, that's where he draws the line? I guess, yeah. I don't know. Uh, run them a bath. That's another one you Ooh, can do. Okay. There you go. So. Take a bath. Right, yeah, I would think I would run you a bath before I sucked your toes, kind right? of. Really? I mean, no, I would suck your toes, but okay. just after the bath. I would run you a bath. <laughs> and suck my toes? And then when you got in it. And got comfortable, I'd go bang somebody else. Oh. <laughs> well, that's just mean. <laughs> this list is gross. Uh, have you seen those super powerful magnets that they're selling that you could like cast out and pull up treasures? I, I have one. Do is you really? Real? Remember, I bought it. We talked about it. Like, I, I kind of want one. Are those real? So, I real? have one that can lift like 350 pounds. Uh huh. Now, that means I have to pull the 350 yeah. pounds. Right. But, yeah, but it's if it's a, in water, yeah, it's a round magnet. You hook a chain to it and you just drop it. And then you, you bring it around and hook some metal. And they show people pulling motorcycles out of the water and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Buried treasure. Yeah. Coins, like just covered in coins when oh, you pull it up. Yes. Meanwhile, it's just covered in like screwdrivers and old <laughs> nails. And I have one of those. It's from in a the, murder. It's in the area of my office I call stuff I bought and never opened. Oh. Yeah. yeah. With your flamethrower thing? I have the flamethrower. Oh. I, I, I ordered... I almost ordered this little portable vacuum for the car. Uh-huh. And it's it's great because it's only like this big, like maybe about... But it looks like an actual vacuum? No, it, it's, uh, a, it's because... a... Yeah, no, it's just like a little stick wand and you can... It's like a little baby dust buster. Yeah. And I ordered it. And then, the other, I mean, I saw it the other day online and I went to order it and I realized, I think I ordered this already. And then I went and sure enough, it's in my office. It's sitting at my desk. <laughs> Signs you have too much money. Yeah. No, it's not, it wasn't even expensive. It was like $12. Yeah. not expensive. Well, a mom bought one of those for her kids, the magnet, the super strong magnet, and you put a rope on it and go fishing with it and stuff. He did that and he pulled up a live hand grenade. Whoa. It was a live grenade with the pin pulled, ready to explode. How? Uh, because it was just out there, whatever. Oh, the I mean, how come it didn't explode? If the I, I don't out? know. Thankfully, the kid's dad is a retired special forces soldier who knew to get help right away. He uh, called Fort Bragg and had a bomb expert come out there, oh. and they s- uh, safely uh, detonated the grenade. Yeah, you just pull it. You just 
Throw it. I don't think you want to be again. anywhere. Yeah, you throw it in the water, and as you go back, your hand explodes. Yeah. Uh, I think once you see it, you're like, yeah, let's get away from it and call the uh, bomb squad. Have, have you guys seen the military videos where they're training the soldiers how to throw their grenades, and some of them drop the grenade right there, yeah. and the instructor has to like grab them and throw them into the ditch when it explodes? Did you ever see the one with the body cam? It looks like a live actual thing that's happening military uh where they go and there's guys on this side of a, a window and on this side and this guy on this side of the window throws the grenade into the window but it doesn't it hits above it because the window's open but it hits above it bounces off and the guy with the body cam one hands it and throws it back in Ooh. oh it's so smooth like that guy is super cool yes he is yeah because that could have went off and blew up like three of the guys oh pretty crazy did you guys terrifying. see the one where the army kept rejecting the kid and then he got in and then he the sergeant put it on there and then he jumped on it that was captain was America. Captain America. <laughs> yeah. and then he pulled the pin at the bottom of the flag oh, man. Did you see that? That's funny, and then they gave him a bunch of steroids <laughs> uh there is a picasso painting called I don't know how to say this. It's nature and then M-O-R-T-E, nature morte, morte, I don't know, that's uh, currently being raffled off for a clean water charity. The painting is valued at $1,100,000, and for 100 euros, which is about $108, you can be entered in a chance to win it. Oh, Yeah, it's like a raffle. Uh, We have a picture of the, I don't think anybody wants this painting you know, to like hang in their house. But if you could win it for a hundred dollars and it's worth over a million, you yeah. could sell it. There it is up on uh, Bone TV. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Picasso. By the way, uh, La Joy or La J O I. That means the <laughs> right. Like we all see. Oh yeah, yeah. That's right? my favorite on uh, Point Hamster. Yeah. I don't know what this is. J O I. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's usually an angry British girl, right? <laughs> Look at your little women. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two years ago, sliced ketchup came out, if you remember that. Well, now, yeah, you say, get ready to double down on that. Now a company in Japan is taking pre-orders for mayo slices. Yeah, mayonnaise slices. You can buy a package of four slices of mayo that look just like slices of cheese, except for their mayonnaise. Uh, and for whatever reason, the company decided to flavor the mayonnaise slices with different types of fish. What? <laughs> yeah. Why? Like, how are you making this worse? Oh Let's add fish to it. <laughs> uh, there's no word whether they're going to make it over to the U.S. or not. It seems yeah. like kind of an Asian Keep thing. It over there. Yeah. There's a picture up on Bone TV. That's what Oof. they look like. Yeah, keep it over we... there in your in your coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. let's yeah. let's crush the coronavirus first. This here. is what is causing the coronavirus. I would other. imagine oh. it could be Carmen. No, get your <laughs> goddamn cards ready <laughs> for tableside guacamole. <laughs> you know what today is? What National Tortilla Day? <laughs> oh, I didn't know this. I'm going. So yeah, just go <laughs> fill up on uh, tortillas and then. Uh, <laughs> You won't be able to eat the rest of the meal. <laughs> tortillas, by the way, very versatile food. I love tortillas. Oh, because yeah. you can take the tortilla, you can make a burrito, you can you can uh, fry it, make it oh. a taco shell, you can cut it up into little squares, make tortilla chips, oh. well, squares, triangles, Whatever. you know. But you can do savory, like, have you ever had, you do, like, if you toast the tortilla, you do a little cinnamon, little cinnamon on there. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You can oh, make really? A, you, can make oh, a bowl, yeah. you can make a bowl out of it. Yeah. No, that doesn't seem to me. Oh, it's delicious. Oh, it's you can't good. mix sweets with tortillas. Yeah. Oh, what are they, no, like, you so fry it, you put a little butter on it. Yeah. Then you know, cinnamon sugar. But you can do it like in yeah, the uh, like you can little... do in the oven. You can just uh, butter it and stuff, and then put it over like a metal dish, metal mm. bowl, whatever. Put it in there, and make a nice salad bowl so for bad. yourself. Uh. Yeah. <clears throat> National Tortilla Day. You need some tortillas, Yay! Mike. We'll help you. We don't want my bean burrito. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Friends reunion is on. It is happening. The six main cast members are making between two point five and three million dollars each to do it. It's going to be available on HBO Max when it launches. There's no date yet for that, but this is something interesting. They say to be clear, this is not going to be a scripted revival of Friends. It's probably going to be more like a clip show with all the cast there reminiscing about. Oh, it. who wants yeah. that? You're making three million for that? Serious. I'll, wanna, go, I'll go talk about it for a million. <laughs> yeah. They want to see what, what, oh, no, that's awful. They yeah. want to see, like, what their friends are up to now. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, how does this story continue? Right. Uh, what happened with Joey when he moved out with uh, Drea DeMatteo? Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, that's Math. awful. What? That was a good show. That, that was, was good. Joey. Uh, the tours to con- continue to roll out. We've had uh, Rolling Stones. We've got uh, Foreigners coming out, Sammy Hagar, Guns N' Roses, all the different ones. Dropkick Murphys and Rancid are teaming up for the 2020 Boston to Berkeley 2 co-headlining tour. Uh, they'll be down in Daytona Beach on May 8th at the uh, Welcome to Rockville. So if you already won tickets from us, you get to go see Dropkick Murphys and Rancid. Down yeah, that would be a nice show if I was 20 years younger. Yeah. Uh, James Hetfield, you know, he's been gone for a little while. He was in rehab. Well, he popped up at the uh, the tribute to Eddie Money. Remember I talked about that last yeah, week? this is awkward. Louis Anderson was going to be uh, hosting, and they were going to have a bunch of different people. Well, James Hetfield came out and did a stripped-down version of Baby Hold On. Have you heard this Last yet? week, I have heard this. Uh, here is a little bit of it, and we have some video up on Bone TV. Check this out. doesn't know the song like yeah. he hasn't heard it although it's his own you, version when you hear that guitar that it's it's very metallica sound like that that hollow yeah metallica three chord thing it's it's you know but uh, him singing is just ridiculous yeah it's not not great not yeah. the first thing you want to come out to uh do you know that bon jovi has a new song out what? i mean i knew they had one that had something to do with the troops or something like that it's called limitless I have not heard this. I purposely did not listen to this. Uh, it's off their uh, upcoming album, Bon Jovi 2020, which I comes out on May 15th. Personally, did not listen to it since Richie Sambora left. Yeah? Yeah. Do we think this is going to be rock at all? Do we think it's going to be more country, going to be slow? What's it going to be? I say it's more country, and it's more going to be like, um, it's going to sound like it should go to a a commercial for not the Army, but maybe uh, maybe the Reserves. I'm looking at the waveform, and I'm seeing, I think that it's going to be upbeat. Like What's it's the name of it? Fast. Uh, limitless, I think it is. Because we were all limitless. Right. Gonna I think like it's going to be a lot of strumming acoustic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and not very rock and roll. Here it is, new Bon Jovi. Not really acoustic strumming no. and stuff, but... Uh, Still not great. Yeah, not great. It's Bon Jovi. It. By the way, uh, Robert Kelly came out to It's My Life. Whatever. Oh, he did? Yeah. <laughs> bow, bow. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, finally, in news, according to a new survey on our addiction to cell phones, people have made some startling revelations. Uh, some of the different stuff on here, 88% of us feel uneasy leaving their phone at home. Like, oh, if, yeah. yeah. You know, I leave your phone anywhere. Well, yeah, uh, well, like, if, yeah. It's my map. That's how else would I get around? Yeah. You know? It's everything. How am I going to get home? Yeah. I get up to go to the bathroom while eating dinner, and I take my phone with me. Yeah. yeah. yeah I don't know too. why. I don't know. I mean, I just, I take it up, and I have it in my pot. I just walk away, and I automatically grab mm-hmm. it. I get to the point where sometimes I'll have to put something in the passenger side door, and I will grab my phone just in case the door closes or anything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I don't yeah. want to be right if it locks or something. Uh-huh. I don't want to be out here. See, I always roll my window down. Yeah, for that. I, I just grab my phone. Yeah, nah. I'm like, just in case. But that's happens. your lifeline to the to it everything. Really you know, is it your really phone. is. Sixty six percent check their phone at least a hundred and sixty times a day, oh. roughly ten times an hour. You say, oh, Carmen, but I guarantee all of us probably do it oh. more yeah. than that. Well, yeah. Ten times an hour? Are you kidding me? Ten times a minute. Uh, 33% spend more time on their phone than with their significant other, and 17% spend more time on their phone than with their children. Of course, I like my phone better. <laughs> I don't I don't like when everybody's on their phones now. I see it from a different perspective, and I know that's uh, hypocritical because I'm always on my phone. Yes. <laughs> but um, I don't like when I'm at the table and my son's on his phone. My daughter's always watching her iPad. Mm-hmm. She's watching families that are more fun than we are. 
and I'm and I it, it gets annoying. But you have to make a rule: no phone time at yeah. the dinner table. You but also then you have to follow. It then too. they're in bad moods. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I've seen where people will go out to dinner and they all put their phones in the middle, and the first one to check their phone has, has to, to pay, pay the bill. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I like I'll just give me the check. <laughs> no way. Uh, Forty-five percent would rather give up sex for a year than their phone for a year. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm in with that. I mean, you're not getting a lot done if you don't have your phone for a year, right? And I, you can and you can use your phone to still have your alone time. Uh huh. Can we use laptops? Is that what you do, Carmen? <laughs> what? Use your phone for that? No, I use my imagination. You don't ever look at anything. Yeah, she said that before. Yeah, That's so weird. To I me. can just go with like past experiences or like thinking of new stuff. Like I don't, I prefer not to watch it, but sometimes I need it. Like you come into work and we're all in our underwear. <laughs> like that's one of the scenarios or no? No, no? that's what ruins it. And oh. You guys start yelling at what? me. I mean, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. yeah. And then that's what I need to use for uh, because I can't stop thinking of you. Here, guys. Spanish will show you how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Usually people have a nightmare where they show up to work naked, but yeah. her nightmare is she shows up to work and we're naked. Yeah. 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 Let me smell your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then finally, three quarters of people admit they're addicted to their phone, including 19% of people who say they are very addicted to their phone. I don't think I'm addicted to it. Mm. Yeah, you are. Yeah. No, like, like I need it. Uh, you know, and I use it all the time, but if you took it away from me, I don't know, if like I'm trying to win a bet or something. That's what people on heroin say. I need it. I need uh, heroin. I feel like I can stop anytime. Can, yeah, yeah, but I need it right now. So. Well, I don't want to stop. Right. 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 They I can don't stop want anytime. I'm not hurting you. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of my life! Maybe I'm addicted. <laughs> I think we're all addicted, really. I yeah, mean, I'm totally you addicted. You think about that. Think about the panic you feel <laughs> yeah. deep in your chest uh, when you don't know where your phone is. Yeah. <gasps> Where's my phone? <laughs> yeah. Like that. Uh, I mean, that's a crazy reaction it, to something. But it's like losing your wallet, though. Right, it's like right, losing your baby. Yeah. yeah, I know, but I mean, it, it's before phones. We lost our wallet. We're like, oh, I like, yeah. start all over with everything. My now. wallet's gone. Well, because yeah. like, my cards, my license, my my credit card, my debit card, like right. that's all in my phone. Beauty pictures. Yeah. I don't have those. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. <laughs> no, I don't. No, Mike has them all. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I spent a good portion of my flight deleting pictures yesterday, <laughs> unnecessary pictures, and uh, I do have nudie pictures of Carmen on my phone. Oh. Yeah. And I'll sell them to the highest bidder. Okay, <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> then you'll be addicted to your phone. <laughs> uh, that- Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.